In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. Now, before you get up yourself. Yes. Now, yes. Sit, sit down. Sit down. No. Sh- no. Sh- sh- shut, shut up. up. I know shut what you're up. doing. Yeah, you're sh- thinking, I didn't hear Chris's name. Yeah. I'm going to shut this fucking podcast off. No. No. Imagine this is... No, don't. I was going to say, imagine this is one of those annoying YouTube ads, which are like, wait, 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 wait. Just give me six wait, seconds. Don't it, don't skip yeah. this ad. Uh, don't skip this. All right. Okay. All right. Um, okay. He's, he's a <laughs> dad. Hear right. me out. Yeah. He's, a, he's a dad. He's a dad. Okay. You wouldn't understand unless you're a dad <laughs> yeah, as Unless well, you're a dad. Unless you would yeah. probably understand intimately. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's got a lot of um, standing and scaring at a garden. That's it. Yeah. Hands on hips. He's got to answer stories with a question. <laughs> answer, <laughs> no, answer questions with a story. Yes. Back in my day. Yeah. He's, he's got also a, probably got a lot of body, bodily fluids to mop up. Some of which are the, are the boys. Yeah. yeah. I'd say 10%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so before before you go click clickety stop stop yeah. on your. On oh, your... I'm going to go listen to a fucking serial or. Yeah. Like, what's another podcast? That's a re- what's a relevant podcast? Uh, what's uh, what's a podcast that. This American Life. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, off menu. Before you go listen to. What's that football one? Um, uh, Atletico Mints. That's yeah. it. That'll be it. Yeah. Before you go listen to those, those charismatic millionaires who. You know, make really fucking good podcasts. Before you go to there, yeah, from that ivory tower of talent, yes, yeah. their their sound cladded ivory tower, so it doesn't reverberate at all, despite being made of marble. Probably got air conditioning in there as well. Probably actually. has. They yeah. haven't got here. Yeah, no, they. certainly not. No, <laughs> actually, I'm kind of glad he's not here because that's thirty three percent less true. body. We heat. won't be yeah. as warm. I'll take that. Yeah, fucking take that. Um, he's a dad, all right. All right. All right. Come on, you know. Come on. And you know, he's we're, busy. We're funny. Yeah, we're kind of funny. Kind of... You know. Yeah. He's got stuff on. Yeah. And literally that is what happened. Like he basically just messaged us. I'm going to I'm going to be faith, you know, um friendly and say like minutes before we went yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah, and just said, "Sorry guys, uh too much dad. Too much dad to do." Too much dad, you know, he's like, uh, "You guys, you know, obviously I've known you longer, but like um I have to step up to the plate. This is the wild thing, though. You yeah. mentioned, like, he has known us longer than his new child. Yeah, that is true, yeah. Which he has known a matter of weeks. Yeah. And he's already choosing them. S- sides, sides, some might say. Picking, exactly. picking sides. No, I think, say, I think yeah. we can say that. I yeah. think we can say he's picking fucking sides. Yeah. Actually. Um, and, of course, we, you know, we give lip service to going, like, nah, it's all right, mate. Your Wishes of the dad. child, they come first, you know, little angel, how's he doing, you know. But, but do they come first? But really, I mean, you know, I choked back. <laughs> I choked back what I really wanted to say. Yeah. You know, and when, and when I'm sober <laughs> I, and he's slept, 
I'll, t- I'll tell him. Oh, no, we'll tell I'll t- him. I'll tell him to his face. We'll tell him you to know, his face. Yeah. You know, we can listen to this podcast. He can hear it this way. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he doesn't <laughs> listen. No, he doesn't listen. No, that's fair. But we'll tell him to his face. Yeah, we'll tell him to his face. Yeah, what, we're, not, uh, we're not afraid of doing that. Yeah, no. No, no. And just because, like, on this podcast, for example, it sounds a little bit like we are afraid of him. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, sometimes it sounds like one or other or both of us or sometimes all of us are holding back tears of fear. Of yeah, him. yeah. Uh, that's not necessarily true entirely true no I'm no. not afraid of him and I'll tell him what I think to his face I'll tell him yeah maybe and what's great is that because he definitely isn't listening to this and we've pretty much guaranteed that no one else is <laughs> no. we can really say whatever we like we really yeah. can without, and when we can say whatever we like what do we say <laughs> without repercussion uh, <laughs> no fear I'm finally getting my comeuppance <laughs> I've tasted my medicine and it is bitter <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just for two of us. Yeah. But come on, guys, you come know, on, he's we're, a dad. Come on, oh, do it for us. Yeah, listen, listen for us. Listen for us. I know you normally listen for him. Yeah, but listen for us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not getting that earthy kind of salt um, of the earth, salt of the earth, <laughs> dirt of the earth. I always want to say scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. Maybe he is. Just that kind of rustic hospitality uh, that you normally get from Chris Ray. You're just going to get the kind of weird arty-farty yeah, shit. Bullshit. But um, we'll try. Well, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're doing our best, all right? Yeah. You know. And I know this sounds like a very defensive start to a podcast. It's not. But it's not. No, it's okay? not. And I'll tell you why it's not. Dick. Because I'm not afraid of you either, <laughs> listener. No, I'm not afraid of anyone. <laughs> I'm not afraid of anyone. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid of anyone. No, no. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm glad to get that out, though. Yeah, it feels good to say it like in an open and honest forum. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when no one's listening. When no one's listening. Yeah, Yeah. it's good that. It's great. Yeah. I say podcasts like no one's listening. (laughs) Thanks, like no one's watching. (laughs) It's all good. So um, here we are. Here we are. Without Chris Ray. Yeah. It's better, actually. It is much better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how's your week been? Um, it's been all right. Yeah, I saw you today. Yeah, that's why? true. Yeah, yeah why are you Literally asking? Literally only saw you a couple yeah. of hours ago. Yeah. Well, I only saw you for one day of the week. So no, that's true. Week, yeah. Anything could have happened. Uh, it's been pretty good. It's been yeah. pretty good. You had a birthday. I certainly did have a birthday. Yeah, yes. and how? And how? Did we celebrate that in style? Sort of. Sort of, yes. Yeah. Well, we um, uh, we went to the pub. That was nice. For like uh, a couple of hours yeah. in the mid-afternoon, mm-hmm. which was, you know, very, really... A Cu- couple uh, of beers, a couple of orange and lemonades. Tore it up, yeah. yeah really went fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, had a few jars, went fucking mental. <laughs> Do you, wait, an orange and lemonade, do you ever refer to that as a Henry? No, but I have heard it referred to yeah. as that. But I have a thing with like nicknames like that, where it's like, I know that if I went to the bar and I said, can I have a Henry, please? They would know what I meant. But I also feel like they would detect that that was the first ever fucking time I said that. Yeah. It's like I haven't earned in myself the ability to say that. And the only way I can get there is by training to say the thing. Yeah. And I don't know how you do that without essentially kind of embarrassing yourself the first few times you say it. Because I feel like if I went up to the bar and said, can I have a Henry, they'd know that I'd never said it before. Because do you, would you even consider that? Because like, you, know, you get like cocktails have, they all have like a fancy name, like every cocktail. That's true. They, you know, it's an incredible name for everything. Yeah. But you're like, a Henry, or whatever you want to call it, is just orange l- juice and, and lemonade. Like, does I that... almost feel like, yeah, it's, it's excessive. Is that a cocktail? Oh, it's a good question. I thought that a cocktail had to have booze in it. Oh, interesting. Because otherwise, it's like, if I put lemonade on Ribena to make fizzy Ribena, yeah. that's not a cocktail. But if you just poured vodka onto orange juice, is that a cocktail? I don't know. <laughs> is uh, there's a screwdriver? Yes. Isn't that a bit like an alcoholic Henry? Yes, but isn't it blackcurrant? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
I, I see this is I don't fucking know anything. When you were at uni, yes, because obviously we're pretty much of the same age. We are, and we grew up in uh, almost to the day in this um, haunted sepia photograph of a of a country. Nostalgia. Um, when you were at university and uh, drinking, yes, was was snake bite a thing? Yes. Yeah. Now I'm gonna guess what uh, this is. Okay. Yeah. Is it cider? Yes. With blackcurrant in it. Ah, okay. Now this is interesting. We're getting right, right to the crux of the mystery. Yeah. Because for me, a snake bite was half lager, oh. half cider. Oh, yes. And I then, think I, I think that is what I thought it but was. But then we'd have a. You could also get a snake bite black, which was that with uh, black currant in it. That's probably what. Well, but then, I, but then some people just call a. I think what we yeah. called a snake bite was actually half cider, half lager with black currant. I think we just called yeah, that snake bite. Yeah. But I never had one because it sounds vile. It's, yeah, I. Mm. Is I think, it good? Well, you drank a lot of things at uni that were like, it's a, it's not poisonous. No, you know, it's not that thing where like there's certain food substances or there's certain substances that aren't food, but but then they're non toxic. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, kids can eat play doh. <laughs> And you know, uh, connects and stuff like that. <laughs> I think that'd kill you. And it's not going to kill you. Well, mm, maybe connects. Connects, yeah. It's yeah. like shit a Ferris wheel afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, Dicky Big Cheeks going for that Duplo, never coming back. God, that's a big break. <laughs> Duplo's a big break. I mean, we warned him. Yeah, yeah. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be shitting lunchboxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have a drink? At uni. Did I have a drink? Like at uni? your was it? Oh. You have a drink that you discovered was your drink for That's a, a good while. Question, because I did, and it's kind of weird, and I don't drink it anymore. It's not oh, that weird. Oh, I think you've yeah. I think... It was two shots of vodka and then just some lime cordial. Wow. Yeah. Kind of. Str- and... That's it. Yeah. And it was. It was just called the place I went to. It was just called vodka and lime, and it was quite a short drink, obviously. And I'd have like six of those. In a night, and th- and this is another thing. They were like one pound fifty each. Yeah, well, which is insane now, this right? Was like two thousand five prices, wasn't it? it yeah. yeah, right. So it would it was like change. It was like pocket change to get this little limey drink that would just fuck me up after yeah. four. Then I'd go as far as six. I'd be fucking crazed on the dance floor. <laughs> I have a great night on six vodka and limes, and I wouldn't have spent. Would I, would I have spent a tenner? Maybe I've just gone over a tenner. Yeah, maybe just. Insane. Well, we, we've said this before. This is how we know we're old now. But yeah. like, literally the days where you could have a tenner in your pocket. Yes. And drink like a king Because let's be honest, evening. like we yeah. were fucking poor at uni. Yeah, like, yeah. Crazy poor. But we would go out for a night out. I'd have a tenner in my pocket and I would be merry. Yes. Yeah, I'd be yeah. happy. And the thing it is, wild. the power of the vodka and lime was that I would I could shot it. Yeah. Just If I just needed to get out, like Prodigy comes on, I need to dance to that. Glomph, let's get that down, go take a shit on the dance floor, you know. Or sip it. Weird drink to sip, but I yeah. would. <laughs> but it's like, but it's weird because I, I will drink, um, Nearly oh, I, I haven't had it in, in a long time, but like, um, whiskey, you know. I, I like, yes, whiskey. You like a whiskey. I like whiskey neat. Like, mm. I'll just drink whiskey as it comes. Yeah. And I go, like, well, that's fine. That's how mm. you drink whiskey. But that's like fine. But like vodka. Someone said like, oh, I'm just having like a bowl of vodka. A bowl. <laughs> you know, like a, you know, just, I'm just sipping vodka. Yeah, I don't think I would normally, and certainly now I would be like, no. Yeah. But with the lime, I think it took the edge off yeah. and added a new edge of lime. I don't know. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with that. No. Like, in the same way that I think if you're just drinking, drink whiskey neat, not an issue. Yeah. You know, vodka neat. I think what's weird about it is that you you might drink vodka neat, or you might drink vodka with lemonade, or vodka with Coke, or something. Yeah. 
but and then you might add lime but like to just skip the sort of middle to skip the body of the yeah. drink and to just have the shot and the chaser is kind of weird that's it's kind of odd that like that pub offered that as a standard drink yeah if that it, makes sense this was it i didn't create this this was something yeah. they offered and i discovered it and yeah. loved it but i couldn't order it anywhere else because people would be like oh what do you want vodka lemonade with lime and i'd be like no, no, I just want vodka. Yeah, because normally if you go to like a British bar pub and say, I want something with lime, it's, it's that. It's tonic yeah. water or like it's a yes. long drink. It'll be a long drink. Yeah, That's what they think of, it is. Yeah. No one thinks you want two shots of vodka with lime cordial. And no one it. ever has. You only get that lime cordial at behind bars. I know. Like I've never seen like it. Yeah, tart as fuck. Yeah. Like it's like really citrusy, like acid. I used to it's like, great. if I wasn't drinking and I was in a pub, I'd have like... Lime soda. Lime soda, yeah. classic, yeah. But like, if, if they ever put like ever so slightly too much like lime cordial in, that's great. You're having that's a good great. time. But it used to make me cough. Oh. I go like, <laughs> it's like something about it. Like it would just go right to the back of my throat. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 It's weird. Yeah. Funny old time to be alive. What are the rules for like naming like cocktails? Like properly? Because I swear I looked up a cocktail the other day. Like a famous one that like, you've heard of. Like, yeah. oh, it's a, a Salisbury sling or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that's one. Uh, or like I, yeah. old fashioned. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I go to look it up, and I and, and you'll just go like, so so like I I can't name gun to my head. I can't name many. No, like there's that what's that one which is like um, rum, lime, mint. Oh, it's a really famous oh, uh, tropical kind of refreshing. It's not a pina colada, is it? Uh, I think that's no, a... no. It's the um. Fuck! Someone's screaming into their podcast oh, machine. You know that that. Oh. Um, uh, mojito. Ma- mojito. Yeah, yeah. Something with an M. Yeah. Thank God we got there. Yeah. So like, um, so mojito, classic. You know, yes. like mint, lime, ice, rum. Great. Meant to be very refreshing. I don't like mint, but yeah. But I remember like looking up like some other cocktail, and you go, "Oh, I wonder what this is." I hear about it so often, and it's basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like, "Oh, it's um a mojito, but." Without the mint. Yeah. Yeah, you hear this a lot. Like, the, someone will describe their favourite cocktail or something. I hear it a lot. You've, I've heard it before. And and they'll say it, and it'll be, there'll be some made-up sentence, like, you know, a grumpy bastard. And they're like, oh, cool, what's that? Oh, it's literally a pina colada, but with a knob of butter in it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you can't just do that. You can't, yeah. just, you can't just do that. But it's, like, well, but it's like, oh, but I already love pina coladas. Yeah. I'm like, right. And I also love butter. Fine. But like a lot of like cocktails is like the culture around cocktails. Yeah. So the moment something has a name, because I'd love to, it's not going to happen. Come up with your own. No, I'd, well, no, it's probably not going to happen either. Yeah. That would be cool though. Yeah. I'd love to have like an art deco bar where you can go in and just go like, I'll have a, you know, I'll, I'll have um, uh, uh, a regularly visited hole, you know, yes. a, a well-frequented hole. A well-frequented hole. Yeah, have one of yeah. those, please. Yeah. And yeah. they'll just know. This is it. Like, because yeah. I've never ordered a cocktail. Like, A, I don't really know any cocktails. Yeah. Barely knew a mojito, as, as is demonstrated earlier. But I have never gone into a place that doesn't outwardly, obviously offer a cocktail and ask the poor bartender to make one for me. Yes. I think there are some people, sadly, in this world who would do that. And I'm calling you out, listener, if you're that kind of person. If you would go into just a shitty Weatherspoons and go up to that poor, like, 18-year-old, you know, barely out of school, acne-covered poor boy who's just doing this Saturday job, and you go, hey, I want an old-fashioned, but I want it Winchester-style, straight up with a twist. 
off the rocks, dickhead. <laughs> and when he says, you call me a dickhead, you said, no, that's part of the name. It's called, it finishes, the name finishes yeah, with dickhead. Yeah, it's all of that. Yeah. Dickhead. Yeah. Chop, chop. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're telling me to rush? No, no. that's the end of the name yeah. of the cocktail. You shit. You insulting me? Yes. <laughs> Where's my drink? <laughs> I haven't started yet. Yeah. Like, that. I feel like that's really mean. It's kind of like, as people say, I think by people I mean those people. Those people. Say that, like, the measure of a good restaurant oh, is how well they can cook an omelette. Who? Oh, I see. Right, okay. Yeah. Even if they're like, hey, we do skakes. Nothing else. Nah. Nah, this is bullshit. Ordering stuff not on the menu. They say in well, they say in principle in any restaurant you should go. No, 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 no. I know better. I'd like an omelet, please. Yes, and they're like, but I'm sorry, sir, that's not on. No, 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 no. I'd like an omelet. Wink. Why are you winking, sir? Why are you winking? It's part of the name. Yeah. Yeah. So, so presumably. It's, it's the same thing. It's like you can march into any chain pub in the country and say, I would like an omelette and, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, a fox-shaped shadow, please. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. A good that's a good one. I drink that, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they this poor fucko has to, like, what, Google it and find out what's in it. And then, you know, oh, it's got, like, 80% ouzo, you know, from Greece. And it's just like, sorry, sir, we don't have any ouzo. It's do, like, <laughs> do some toilet duck, though. <laughs> You'll barely taste the difference. Let's be honest. I had it so once, and good God, I wanted to die. <laughs> Hello, I'd like a Goku's prolapse, please. <laughs> oh no! I can just imagine what that looks like. And it's got like they put all manner of alcohol in it in a cocktail glass, and then they just get a beef tomato and they just punch it and they just put it in the top. <laughs> there you go, mate. Goku's prolapse. I don't want it. <laughs> Like it's like a like a a clear, slightly green drink with a bit of froth on the top yes. and just like red pulp, and just floating. a pulp t- tomato in the top. Honestly, Goku's prolapse is such a good name for a cocktail <laughs> to the point that I don't think I want to drink it. <laughs> but good God, because here's the thing about Goku's prolapse as a as a pair of words, right? It's genius. It's like the greatest thing you've ever said, and it, because. Not only is a prolapse something that I think we all know and can picture, but Goku is quite an intense character. Yeah. He does a lot of kind of sounds. And he's got a very angry, crammed face. Yeah. So I imagine if he was to push prolapse out, it would be a Super Saiyan prolapse. Like yeah. it would be a serious, like the greatest prolapse you've ever seen. I'm just saying. Just saying. You just, I mean, you wanted to come up with a cocktail. There you go. Yeah. Work out what it is, but all I'd stipulate is there's a beef tomato jammed on yeah. the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put so whatever you want in you it. You see the weird stuff, but like, um, uh, is there like a name for like a cocktail expert, like a kind of uh, a co- a cocktail or something? What's like that. the name of the Tom Cruise is in a film about making cocktails, right? Top Gun. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, I... The Mummy by Alex Kirksman. The one where he screams a lot. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's it? Uh, you know, um... I'm sure the film... Croupier. Pe- oh, for fuck's sake. People are screaming again uh, at, at you now. Uh, mixer. Uh, that'll, that'll do. Mix and fix ems. It's just called Cocktail, isn't it? Yeah, it's just I called Cocktail. called yeah. Cocktail. Yeah, he's, he's a cocktail. He's a cocktail. He's a cocktail. I want a Tom Cruise, please. Yeah. You get those people who are I'm like... I'm sure they have a name. Yeah. Mix, like, mixologist? Yes, maybe. Yes. I'll take that. Yeah. Sandwich artist? Because oh, like a croup... Like a, a croupier... 
It's like a dealer That's of cards. Gambling thing. Gambling yeah. thing, yeah. 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 So like a mixologist. Sure. Yeah. What if you went into like I don't know. <laughs> what if you went? What if you went into like just, you know, a you know Oh, I think I know where this is going. Plank with two nails in it above the door, kind of, you know, yeah. Regular down to earth down home. Real scum of the earth, yeah. Pub. Yeah. He said Hello, I'd like a um uh, a pint of lager, please. And then, like a mixologist, they're going, yes, of course, sir, coming right up. Coming and right they're like, juggling a pint glass on their elbow. Mm. And they'd be like, I am quite, looking at your watch, I am, uh, I, am I am quite thirsty. I am quite thirsty, though, yeah. Yeah, no, this is all part of the show, sir. No, and he's, and, and he's like, you know, Whoa. Whoa. He's like, Whoa. what do you think of this? Yeah. Smash. Oh, <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'll just go to bed without any drink, I guess. I remember um, when I was in Indonesia. Oh, you've been to Indonesia? I've probably told you story yeah. before. After like uh, four weeks on an island, being attacked by like monarchs, lizards, and snakes, and they're spy- the ones with TVs for heads, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we're always just watching <laughs> <laughs> little clipboards. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, but um. We um we were traveling back, mm. and I, and then it took like three days of travel to get back to Jakarta, which was like the biggest city before we left Indonesia. And then I think we had like a night before we, or a couple of days before we flew back out, okay. or something like that. But we went to a nightclub. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, which was really random because like uh, I wouldn't have wanted to go to it. Yeah, nightclub. I was young, and also like everyone else is doing it. I guess, and you're on the yeah. other side of the planet. And what what can you do? What can you do? Really? Yeah, yeah. I probably would have gone. But um, we went to this club and it was really weird because it was on like a dirt kind of street with like kind of like an open sewer. So there was like a lot of like That's nice. people living in kind of like poverty. Oh, really? And then just like this nightclub. That's weird. And we went in and like it was really like disco pumping. Banging, you know. Techno rhythms. I always remember like as soon as I came in, and this was like 2005, six kind of thing. There was like a, I guess an Indonesian band playing. Mm. And they were, they were playing... Uh, do 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 you do you wanna by Franz Ferdinand? Oh, and I was like, well, John's enjoying this. Yeah, this is that's, random. that's one yeah. for John. But um, uh, we had cocktails. Okay. And uh, anyway, the evening ended with me getting so drunk I could barely stand. Oh wow! To the point where I you didn't went hard. think I drunk that much. Like I just kind of like mm, that's maybe slightly worrying. Yeah, just kind of like really went off. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, I got back to my hotel and I threw up while reading Revelations because there was a Bible in the room. <laughs> Uh, I threw up a lot. It's kind of, uh, kind of appropriate. Yeah, like it was the end of your world. It was the end of the world. I felt a lot better afterwards. And I now have an intimate understanding of Revelations. Yeah, yeah. You hate God though. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he did. He knows what he did. Uh, anyway, boys, I remember sitting on the bar, uh, on the bar, naked. Yeah, <laughs> coyote ugly style. <laughs> Everyone's like squatting over a pint. <laughs> over a pint. Goku's prolapse is born. I'm Goku. <laughs> Weird entertainment. Entertainment? <laughs> he doesn't work here. Slide a fibre over to him. Oh. <laughs> um, but where was I? Yeah. You were leaning on the bar. The, yeah, and the, the bar was made of, like, metal. Oh. And it had this... This is all coming back to me now, like a suppressed memory. Yeah, this is It good. had, like, a gutter built into... It was a square bar in like the middle this. of the dance floor. Oh. And at one point... Was they, there a person in the middle? Yeah, there, there were people in the middle, like, serving drinks and stuff. Yeah. That's quite cool. And at some point in the evening, because me, Tom, and... Pete, yes. Hope he's okay. I haven't seen him in like fifteen years. Oh no. We're like um, just like leaning on the bar, like sitting and drinking, our, having our drinks and everything. And then they filled the gutter with alcohol. Like you just go, what the fuck's happening? You just pick up your drink because they're walking around with bottles upended, just kind of like pouring alcohol into this gutter. Right. And then someone set fire to it. 
I literate. thought you were going to say you just scoop and have a. Uh, no, it wasn't. Thankfully, no, it wasn't quite that deep. But like a like a shallow gutter. Oh, quite a shallow gutter. Yeah, right, but then okay. you just. I mean, it's just like a wall. Now of it's flame. just a wall this of. It's just coming back flame. to me now. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that would never happen. A here and B now, I don't think. Also, it's like you know, it's a lot. You could drink that alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it was. Maybe it was for cooking alcohol. Oh, let's hope. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the point is, I remember. There was one of the bartenders who was wearing like a waistcoat and I think had like a green mohawk. Nice. It was very like cyberpunky. Oh, cool. Um, was doing like some mixologist shit with like a bottle of spirit or something. Oh, no. And he fucked up <gasps> and he kind of caught the stem, but then like the bottle just sheared in half, like down the middle. Whoa. So we ended up holding like the neck. Like a stabber. Yeah, like a stabber. <laughs> but there was like. Like li- some liquid still in it, kind of like just kind of like a goblet. Yeah, kind of like a goblet. Yeah, but like just shards of glass and like liquid. And I remember like had the wherewithal to just kind of. I was just watching him, and he was like, clearly like, oh, I fucked up. What do I do? I've got like all this. I I saved some spirit. It's full of glass, but I just like I don't know. Just like tipped it into a jug. I was like, I guess we'll sort that out later. I was like, I hope you didn't serve that to anyone. Yeah, right. It's full of micro bits of glass. Yeah, or whatever. maybe that's why I got so drunk. Maybe because of all the glass cutting you open yeah. on the inside. And then, because you remember hearing this myth about Goldschlager? The reason you get so drunk on Goldschlager is because all the bits of gold that are floating in it cut you open. Yes. Like micro lacerations. And then the alcohol gets into your bloodstream quicker. And I was like, um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's how biology, physics, or chemistry work, actually. Also, like, I get that gold is non toxic. But yeah. like doesn't necessarily mean it's sharp though. No, I was gonna say that because yeah. like if you really just want something to lacerate your guts, maybe like, I don't know. Drink a load of razor blades. Yeah, like, have like that. one sprig of barbed wire in every <laughs> every bowl. <laughs> a little sprig. Like um like that tequila that's got maggots in it. Oh. Does it actually? Yeah. There's a tequila that's got a worm in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if the worm's dead. I'm thinking of like the same difference kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Does it taste of worm? I assume they put the worm in. Yeah, they have to, right? Yeah, like it didn't just arrive there. But like with the food yeah. standards the way things are now, how do you get away with a dead worm in a drink? I mean, it's pretty... Do you sterilise it? It's probably... The alcohol probably sterilises it quite a bit. I guess that's probably true, actually. But Maybe you got like a special dispensation. Because if you tried to invent that now, yeah, you, no one yeah, would go for so it. that's so true, yeah. but it's got traditional protection or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I think we have talked about this before, that one town in north, 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 north Canada, you do the toe, you... you kiss the toe while oh, I don't know about that yeah I don't think I could do that I watched that again Like I don't like living toes let alone a dead yeah. little mummy toe it looks a bit like a turd mm. like just a black little can you turd. even see like a nail on it or anything um, does it even look like a toe it's quite shriveled and I'm, it's probably completely inert right oh yeah but still it's leather at this yeah. point it's just cured but leather but there's a bone in there yeah you don't chew it though no I guess you don't chew you it just kiss it I don't want to do that. And you have covered it in alcohol at that point, so... Yeah, I still don't want to do it. It does look a bit like a turd. I'm less... I would actually, I think, be less weirded out if it looked like a toe. Really? Yeah, it actually, to me, it just actually looks like there's a turd floating in my... This is the problem, because we're told it's a toe. But it it could be anything. Oh, yeah. And it could be a turd. It is toe of a second. Oh, really? Yes. Where did the second toe come from? Uh, It was donated. Tonated? I didn't say that. Sorry. That was a typo. (laughs) <laughs> do you think the guy I will I will stop talking about this now but do you think the guy who swallowed the toe which yeah. is why they lost the first toe yeah was that like oh an accident or was he like I'm a nasty boy and I'm going to swallow that toe or was it a dare 
Oh, it's like, I bet no one would. I think it's the nasty boy one though. Yeah. I think he was a nasty boy and gets off on swallowing a toad. Like, oh no. Oh no. I'm gonna go to the toilet for ten to fifteen minutes <laughs> to do a couple of number threes. <laughs> Hate. I do actually. Oh yeah, yeah, there we go. That's what this is. Yeah. So um, I don't uh, do anything anymore with my life, and so all of my hates are TikTok. Sure. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. But but my excuse is that TikTok is my window to the world. Yes. Right? And just because I've seen something through a TikTok doesn't make it any less real that it's happening out there in the world. So listeners, fuck off, back off about this. Yeah. I know you're going to come at me. You always come at me. They've never come at me in the history of any time. No, please come at me. I'm so lonely. Please, I just want some attention. But like, yes, Nick's always fucking getting hates on TikTok. I get it. Okay, it's my window to the world. Yeah, it's my window. And to you're the world. my canary down the mine. Exactly. Yeah. So, but by, by that virtue, we're all living vicariously through someone, right? That's quite good. That's quite profound, right? Yes. Um. So there's this guy on TikTok, on TikTok whose whole fucking gimmick is that he wants to prove okay. that uh, witches okay. uh, aren't real, right? Um. So women who practice Wicca, Wiccan, uh, witchcraft, modern modern women practicing witchcraft, his whole vibe is it's not real, mate. It's not real. And so he get, he takes great pleasure in in uh, challenging female witches, uh, Wiccans or whatever online to hex him or curse him just to prove that none of these things actually work. And I'm like, okay, like I I don't necessarily believe in in witches and hexes and curses, right? I don't necessarily believe in that, but they do. Right. And also, let's just let a little bit of magic live in the world. Right. Like, chill the fuck out, my guy. Like, yeah, it's it's fine. We like, yeah, maybe magic isn't real. Maybe it is. But don't fucking don't fucking pursue your entire like influencer career with just trying to slam and ruin shit. Like, I don't get it. Like, just chill out. There's bigger fights to fight here. What, what are the witches doing? What are, what are they done? When you said like he doesn't believe in witches. My literally my first where my brain went originally, it's like those people who are convinced that the fifteenth century didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, like it's a yeah. yeah, it's a massive conspiracy theory. I thought the whole kind of like you know green skin, big chin. They're not real. They're like like I it, believe in it. It just never happened. Yeah, yeah. It's like well yeah we know. It's like no 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 no. The myth of the witch isn't real. Like, but this is this is where I feel like it is kind of blurring into that though. Yeah. Because I think I don't know for sure because I'm not a Wiccan and I'm not I'm not a witch. Yeah. But I don't think they really think that they can do magic. Like no. I don't think that's what the belief structure is about. I don't I don't think they think that they can conjure, you know, a, a spirit. Yeah. Or or transform into a bat or you know ride a broomstick. I don't think they think they can do any of those things. So what's your what's your campaign here, my guy? I've it's so funny that I've reached a point in my life now where like it while he maybe wouldn't use the word influencer to describe himself, I am now so inherently distrustful of anybody doing anything online. I know, I know. that I like I don't care how pure your intentions are or how well, I guess how shitty your attention your intentions are, because you're doing it for attention. Yes. Yeah, like that's so true. Yeah. And also, like, I think it's very important to take literally everything that these sorts of people who are just literally hunting for clout. Yeah. Uh, take everything they're doing with a pinch of salt. Because I seem to keep getting this guy's videos and I need to, like, start telling TikTok I don't give a fuck about this. Because yeah. he, he's kind of obnoxious. I don't really like his whole oeuvre. Yeah, yeah. But in the early days, he got, I think, a bit of vir- virality off the back of being like, hey, witches, hex me. 
Right, yes. and so nothing had happened at that point. He was just calling out to the general world about witches, yeah. like, hey, witches hex me. And I think a lot of people sort of were like, huh, look at this dickhead. Like, he's he's kind of making a bit of a splash, right? Yeah, yeah. But then how do you ride that one viral video, like, five years later? Because now you're the... The witch guy. Yes. You're like the witch disprover. But guy. you've got to you've got to keep it going, right? So in one of the videos I saw him. He's yeah. got a jar, right? He's got this jar and he says, A witch sent me this in the post. And I'm already like, sure. Okay. And it's got like a twig in it and what looks like a bit of moss. And then what kind of looks like blood at the bottom, but that's probably not blood, right? It's like red food colouring. I don't know. I hope it's not blood. Anyway, a few assorted snail shells and stones and stuff. And apparently this witch had told him, she'd sent him this in the post, and she said, put that by your by the side of your bed for two weeks and you'll start to feel, like, ill or whatever. Sure. And he's like, I've had it next to my bed for, for a month and I don't feel anything at all. And I'm like, you made that. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> you just... <laughs> You're lying, sir. Like, that's bullshit, isn't it? It's so funny that, like, you can say anything online. Yeah. You can say, you can say anything. And, like, and you can't verify anything. Uh, but even I believed it for a second. Yeah. I was like, oh, why did she do that? Why did she? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. But, but sometimes, yeah. and I, I feel this, like, to get into the supernatural for a moment, this might be, like, a bizarre seventh sense that humans have. I think we can generally tell yes. when something is so far beyond being a lie. It's just bullshit. Yeah. And you, so, like, yeah, you just go, like, this is a lie. <laughs> just, not a single part I'm of it. I'm, I'm listening to this five-minute video about this jar, and I'm like, yeah, this is a lie. This jar is supposed to be a hex curse based on a sort of 12th century uh, concept or whatever. And it's like, either that's also a lie, <laughs> or you read about that, and you made one yourself, and then you're, you're claiming that all these witches are coming for you, and I don't believe they are. Yeah, I don't, but 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 your but your greater campaign is to just what did witches do to you? Yeah, my guy, because they all got burned at the stake. It's just for like, kind of just being women. I know, like pick your target, but yeah, what are you yeah. like? Twenty first century going after witches. What is your problem? I know. It's just like <laughs> I'm all for being cynical. Oh yeah, I'm all, I'm almost like the king of cynicism. I'm all, I, I'm all for being cynical and like historically. There have been many, many instances where an organized belief system has caused problems, oh, being 100%. used for trouble. However, again, it's also just like picking your battles. I'm like, <laughs> the Wiccans, my dude, you know, I think, were they really like coming for you? Yeah. You know? Now, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he had some fundamentalist Christian vibe ah, to him. I haven't yeah. seen any evidence of that, but maybe he doesn't like witches because, you know, because of that. I don't know. Yeah. But. I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't know much. As I said, I don't know much about witchcraft. I don't know much about Wiccans and stuff. But it's like I, I'm quite a cynical person, and I also don't like uh, organized religion or whatever. Don't really see Wiccan like that in the same no. vein. But also, I also am the kind of person who wants to let imagination and magic, in the in the most broadest sense of the word, live in yeah. our in our imaginations and in our minds and in our lives. Like, I don't want to just stamp out fucking fun right <laughs> like that's that's what this feels like is yeah. like a campaign against fun i almost feel like it, it kind of like for for a while when 
Twitter added that like uh, additional context tab. Oh yeah. So like uh, I don't know, some lunatic in the Senate would say like, "Oh, I think Minority X is controlling space lasers, which are shooting down good, honest like Republicans." And we're like, "Republican UFOs? I mean spaceships? I mean, I mean planes?" And then this little just like context bubble pops up the bottom, and goes, "Um, ninety-nine point nine percent of users thought that this was insane." <laughs> you know, and you go like, "Oh, cool." And it's like, um, you need that context bubble. Well, the idea that insane is a selectable from the drop down. <laughs> Do you think it was a lie, uh, untrue, misleading, or insane? <laughs> fucking mental. <laughs> Off the fucking charts. But like, uh, you almost need like, uh, oh, uh, a guy is waging a lonely campaign against, lonely. against Wiccans today on TikTok. And I'm like, well, TikTok is is the additional context. Yeah, and I go, oh, definitely. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. There we go. I'm sorry, but that kind of invalidates anything and everything you say. Exactly. And also, I think sometimes the way it's presented is, oh, this man is doing this thing on TikTok. And of course, TikTok is a very big platform with millions of users. Yes, but he has six. Like, just because you're on TikTok it's doesn't not, mean you're some yeah. fucking big shot. Like, yes, he's. Do- I'm on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that speaks for itself, you know. But as you said, you get the, uh, like... And, and so many uh, TikTokers don't have uh, a mission like no. this man. They don't even have a, a USP. A brief. <laughs> you are dancing around looking to be popular. Desperately. And then one day, just because, like, you know, your random idea generator was like, I'm going to drink my radiator. Like, you know, <laughs> just put your mouth to the spigot on the radiator and drink it. And you've got four billion And you views. get four billion notes. And now you have a radiator guy. You're a radiator boy. And you are desperately scraping the bottom of your radiator to try and find what the next seven videos you've, are today. You've got to replicate it. You've got to keep it going. How? So you're always just drinking radiators. Today, guys, oh, thanks for tuning in to Radiator Guy. Uh, today I'm getting a tattoo of me drinking from the spigot. While drinking. While drinking <laughs> from another spigot. <laughs> Sneaking into the Vatican <laughs> to drink from the Pope's <laughs> ra- <laughs> radiator. Are the Pope's radiators filled with holy water? I'll find out by drinking from the Pope's spigot. <laughs> Trying spigots around the <laughs> Going to a water park. <laughs> Trying out water park radiators. We've got to try them all. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> um, oh, you have got it though. You do. You do got it. Yeah. You do got it. Yeah, they taste yeah. different. Yeah, that's gotta right. be like I don't. I kind of hate and feel sorry for it them at the same time. Because now, if you have a radiator guy, you're like on this horrible treadmill. I know. Where like, and you probably didn't even really want to drink from the radiator didn't that want first to drink time. From the radiator, no. <laughs> you're not having a good time. Drink from the radiator. <laughs> But like now you're like, oh fuck! I better go to a doctor and check that it's actually fine to drink from a radiator because I've done it once and that's probably fine. But like if I do it every day, smash cut to no. <laughs> the doctor said no. Lead your what? Lead your neck? Have to have your neck removed? Oh no. <laughs> Blood is three hundred percent copper. How does that work? <laughs> you're literally turning green. Um. Yeah. Wow. I. Yeah. And, and and this is the weird thing as well because like um, magic. Mm. Um, yes, let's talk about magic. But having like um, read a little bit about chaos magic. Yes, you've told me about and it. And the beliefs around that. Um, there is always a f- there is a feeling that like uh, chaos magic 
I don't know if it's the same for Wiccan. I'm not familiar with Wiccan belief. This is it. I don't really know. It's very like um, internal. Yes. Like you're just, it's really just like getting a, a state of mind to change the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I can get behind that. Yeah. And I also can get behind it in a way where it doesn't feel like an excuse for why you can't throw fireballs from your hand. Like genuinely, if you can change your state of mind yeah. and affect the way you affect the world, yeah. it kind of can feel like magic. Yes. I think. And... I think uh, this one guy who was like, he's a chaos ma- self-proclaimed chaos magician, yeah. but was like, uh, if chaos magic or magic was nothing more than the art of engineering coincidences, I'm sure like any magician would consider that like a, a good day's work. Yeah. So given that magic, heavy air quotes, might be nothing more than engineering coincidences. Yes. I'd be very wary of being the dude who's like, I don't believe in Wiccan. And so to prove my point, I'm now writing a legal statement, a legally binding statement here, that nothing bad will ever happen to me that is again. Because so here's the thing. Yeah. He's not he's not trying out one hex. No. He's taking, apparently, multiple hexes, curses, yeah. voodoos, whatever. Come at me. Come at me. And at some point, he's going to trip over and he's going to graze his knee. Yes. Yeah. And then he's going to go... Well, shit. Yeah. I, got, I did get hexed today. This As I did the, every day. This is the danger, isn't it? Because just because he he doesn't believe it, uh, obviously, but a lot of people he's arguing with do. Yeah. So, like, if he's being very smug, but then, as you say, steps out of his house tomorrow, gets hit by a car and breaks his leg, he's going to be like, hey, hey, guys, I just broke my leg. It's nothing big. It's nothing to do with hexes. But, but everyone who thinks differently is going to go like, it's totally a hex. Yes. So whatever he was trying to achieve. And it will. Oh, my God. This is so brilliant because it will immediately undo. He could he could have been proving hexes wrong for years. Yes. And then the instant the he falls instant, over and breaks yeah. his leg because of uh, being hit by a car. Uh, all of that is undone. Yes. And the, 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 the people who believe will just go. Those other hexes weren't yeah. real, and this one was. Yes. And instantly, we'll never know who hexed him. We'll never know which witch it was. Well, but whichever witch it was, they have now proved that hexes work. Yes. In their eyes, and it's, their eyes is all that matter. I'm sure. I'm sure, like somebody who understands logical fallacies better than we do, could give you a name for this. But like, when you're, I think we've hit on something here. When and I you, cannot wait for this to happen because it will. Yeah. Because when you're condi- because that's life. Yeah. Things happen. Bad shit happens. That are beyond your control. And he's what if he has a week where he has three headaches? Yes. It's like, hang on. And he's yeah. got to, and he's got to keep putting videos out. Got to keep putting videos out, my guy. So when it's that or drinking the radio. When he's like, you know, <laughs> when he's grazed his knee or burnt his lips on the spigot, you know, turn <laughs> it down. Turned it off. <laughs> Should I do that video? Everyone's going to go like, your lips. <laughs> sounds, sounds related. It's unrelated. Is that a hex? No. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hex bolt. <laughs> yeah. Should I loosen that first? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so. I like this. This is this is going to help me sleep at night. Now. He's playing the same game, yeah, but badly. But he's playing a game that a he can only lose, yes, and b they can only win, yes, because it's time. And and if he gives up, he gives up. Yeah, and if he doesn't give up, something will happen. Yeah, either way, he loses. Yeah, by creating an environment where even coincidence can prove him wrong, and coincidence can happen whether or not he's playing the game or not. Yeah, he has created only a lose state for himself. Congratulations, my dude. You have checkmated yourself <laughs> on every level. Potentially the most checkmated you could do to to anyone could do to themselves. He has created an environment in which only the only state is loss. Yes. That's fucking brilliant. Bravo, my dude. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth dimensional chess there. Played yourself. Astounding. <laughs> 
and game. Well, what? that's kind of love now. <laughs> this is the greatest end to a hate I've ever had. What do you do? Subscribe. <laughs> Wait, do you subscribe on TikTok? Uh, follow. You follow. Yeah. Yeah, that's worth. But yes. That's worth a follow. But yes. Uh, I don't follow him. He just shows up. Yeah. We should fuck off. That's and the algorithm. Drink the radiator. Yeah. Maybe it's a hex. Uh, maybe it is. Yeah. I'm hexed by him. There's a radiator in this room. I keep looking at it, actually. I'm trying to work out which part I drink from. Yeah. It would have to be a lower part, wouldn't it? That's for ratings, isn't it? Just, you know. <sighs> yeah, it's an old radio. radio. You need that special key. I reckon it would have quite a, a coppery taste. I don't think it'd be good. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of scanding water. Oh, that's oh. true. It wouldn't be good. How long's that been there? Is it full of Legionnaires? God willing. That's the I mean, like, it's prob- probably, yeah. That's where the flavour lies, right? Yeah. A bit of copper and Legionnaires. Because doesn't Legionnaires come from when uh, water constantly changes temperature? Still uh, water changes temperature. Oh, yeah. Which probably. surely then a radiator is like the worst thing to drink. Yeah. And I guess like that's fine. Oh, it's not good. But it's better in a radiator, which is like a closed system. Yeah, than, maybe like, the bacteria can't get in. But it's like uh, it's always bad in like air conditioning, isn't it? Where like yes. uh, Legionnaires goes to town. Oh, so maybe it could get in then because the yeah. air conditioning is a closed system as well. Yeah, but it, also air's moving in and out. That is, is true. Yeah. So it's not a closed system. No, it's kind of like the it's opposite. It's what you might call it. the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just a tube with a hole at each end. It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, if we're ever we're like trapped in the rubble of a building. What, and desperate for likes? Desperate for... <laughs> desperate for water, I was going to say. Up, what happens for Gerda, boys? <laughs> desperate for likes. Hey, guys. Uh, another day trapped in the rubble. Moved, in, moved another uh, uh, <laughs> teaspoon of dirt today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you can like and subscribe, that would just be fucking hard. Uh, anyway, you're going to try and drink from spigot today to uh, to alleviate that damn thirst. Oh, woo! T- tag the emergency services in. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I could call them. I've got plenty of sig- signal, but instead I'm going to post a few TikToks. And I don't know if you could share this with uh, with uh, ER. I don't know. <laughs> like, that'd be hey, great. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. It's a good boys. Woo! And uh, today we're doing the uh, teaspoon of dirt challenge. <laughs> just like, oh, and I'd like to nominate uh, the fire brigade, the Coast Guard. <laughs> Literally anyone. Literally anyone. Help. <laughs> Help, please. Help. Uh, getting a lot of comments. Uh, gone live. I'm getting a lot of comments here saying, why don't you call? Why don't you call emergency <laughs> services? Uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> why don't you share this video with them? <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to uh, go to Patreon. Don't forget to check that out. <laughs> yeah, set that up while I was down here as well. <laughs> oh, I'm running out of battery. <laughs> oh, well, it's good night for me. <laughs> It's been great. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god bless him. Um, I've got a, I've got a hate. Good. It's kind of related. Oh, interesting. Way. I was going to say, I hate fictional depictions mm. of social media and influencers. Oh yes, they the, rarely get this right because they are bad enough in real life. Yeah, and yet I have never seen a screenplay. Or, or, or frankly, anything that is that is accurately depicted how the internet works in any way. They always make up their own platform, yeah. which always fucking does my head in because I'm pretty sure you could just say Facebook. I think it's fine. Yeah. Why you have to come up with my face? I know. Yeah, my face. Yeah, or Grungle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're on Grungle. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I posted my picture on Grungle. It's always Fuck like off. there's always a. It's it's <laughs> who's writing movie? That's why I don't understand. Is it like? Every screenwriter is their average age is like fifty six or something. Yes, like they're writing about stuff they don't. That understand. Their nephews and nieces are talking about, and it sounds like gobbledygook to them. Yeah, because they never entered the world, so they yeah. don't understand the terminology. 
So they just like, oh, well, I'll just say some words then. Yeah. Like, Yazoo! <laughs> so Are you want Yazoo? But what's like a, uh, just, uh, uh, let's have a setting for a movie. Like, uh, any, 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 uh, anything that's not in the, set in the past. Like, uh, uh, I can't think of any settings. Any, literally anything. Literally uh, any. Uh, science fiction setting. Uh, 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 a space station. A space station. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 tourists are trapped on a space station while... Yeah, something's coming. The space uh, elevator that took them up their brakes. Yeah, great, great. Right. Yeah, so of course, and you go like, okay, we've got a popular. Who, who's this tourist group going to be? It's yes. Like, uh, oh, I see. Yeah, you've got the you've got the dad who's kind of rugged in a way that yes. makes you think, hmm, he's the protagonist. It's <laughs> played by hmm, Gerard Butler. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> my dad doesn't yeah. like Gerard Butler. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, and then you get like uh, you know, um, uh, possibly like divorced single mom yes who's kind of attractive and is like maybe not looking to love again but god damn it Gerard Butler's going to impress us so god much god damn it yeah. look it's Gerard Butler and then there'll be like um, I don't know elderly man who really wants to help he's got gumption maybe he's like an ar- army veteran but, but he's going to die but he's old he's going to die he's going to sacrifice he's going to sacrifice himself you bet your bottom dollar I'll be sacrificing myself before this episode out <laughs> well you're done space elevator don't burn up fast because then I come Car, attempting re-entry. <laughs> sure. <laughs> why, why, you're right. <laughs> you having a stroke? I'm dying. I've got a space bend. <laughs> Where are you from? That's also not a thing, sir. Where are you from? Newcastle. <laughs> so much from. Um... And uh, you know, then you've got the moody teenager. The, or yeah, I was going to say like you know, influencer. Oh, you know. yes. Well, both to be yeah. fair. Moody teenage influencer. And it's always like you know that bit. They'll step out of a space elevator. And they'll go, and, and there'll be that thing where they're talking into their camera. They're live. Their phone. And they'll do the overlay. They'll do like, yes, it, we'll see this made up HUD. And it's never right. No. You just can't get it right. He goes, what up, fam? It's your boy, Lizzie Dream 772. Yeah. And oh, she'll, she'll have a name for her fans as well. Like, she'll call, oh. like if, she's, if she's Lizzie Dream, it'll be like the Dream Team. Oh. Hey, Dream Team. Hey, Dream Team. It's oh, me, we're, Lizzie we're up, Dream. We're up on Space Station. Is that Gerald Butler? <laughs> oh, oh, my Zorbs. That's so outrage. Lol. <laughs> yeah, then there's like emoticons just firing off in the yeah, corners. But they're all weird. But like they're all, yeah, they're cabbage not, and, yeah. uh, you know, two chairs. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate yeah. it. Is there a chair? I don't know. I'm gonna start sending two chairs. That's fucking incredible. Um yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're just like they're smileys, but they're like blue, they're not yeah. yellow. It's just like, what is this? Why did you make why did you wholesale make everything yeah. new? And there'll be that bit where it's like, uh, oh my god, the electrical storm that knocked out the space elevator, it's coming around again. We'll have to turn off every electrical device for 30 seconds. Yes. We've done it, Captain. Gerard Butler. But there's one more piece of elect. There's one more electrical device, and it's still on. Who's using their if device? It will attract the storm towards the space station. Smash cut to what up, hey dream fam? team. Hey dream team. Yeah. So today we're- I found a radiator. <laughs> Going for it. Found a space radiator. I wonder what the water tastes like here. And then it'll be like, what? Are- what are you doing? Like you've got a it's swing. It's me, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. <laughs> What are you doing? I know. I know. <laughs> Going off the rails. Got it. 
podcast's losing its way. You've got to turn it off. He's like, I can't turn it off. I'm blowing up on Grungle. Yeah. Have you ever been this big? I don't think you have, granddad. Two I'm... chairs. <laughs> I'm number I'm number one right now on Twitch stream Amazon Prime goodplacewebsite.com. <laughs> I'm spiking number one. You would understand. I'm spiking number one, Dad. <laughs> I'm tremping really I'm good. I'm tremping in real time. Did you say tremping? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, uh, um, um, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, she's the one that causes the fucking storm to hit. And, yeah. Or hell breaks loose. And the stakes go up a little bit in the movie. Yeah, and someone has to, like, you know, do a spacewalk to, yeah. like, um, reconnect the power it's, cable. It's probably old man Teddy. It's probably old man. But we haven't got a helmet. So he, has, he just does it without <laughs> I can hold my breath. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it in now. I'll yeah, do it again. I can, I can, I see, I can I hold my breath through the great, the great tornado of 75 and 76. <laughs> Didn't once break, even when the weather improved. That was a tornado that lasted for two years. That's right. <laughs> this is the Zolosphere, sir. <laughs> Yeah, we're so high, we made up words for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm high. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. I know, I know. Yeah. We got in that metal jug. Uh, uh, corn gas. <laughs> and radiator water. <laughs> How'd you get that aboard? They're like, you know, uh, the life support, life support shuts down, and they're like, oh my God, all we have left to drink is for water in the radiators. Uh oh. <laughs> Everyone looks to Lizzie Dreams. <laughs> done this before <laughs> unlike <laughs> then she just hands a Tide Pod round to everyone <laughs> you are your rations all we have is Radiant War and Tide Pods and she <laughs> saves the day the influencer saves the day I had a drink from a radiator <laughs> she bought a toilet full of just Tide Pods how'd you get that board? Tide Pod challenge we checked your bags <laughs> I don't understand this Tide Pod Challenge and also Cinnamon Challenge. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good movie. It writes itself. It just writes itself, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. This fucking made up fucking social media shit. Yeah. They can just never get it right. It's like no. um, the precursor was like kind of 10, 15 years ago. It wasn't before you had like social media like this. Yeah. It was always like the. The not Google. Yes. You know, like yeah. Search Box. Yeah. You know, or Bing. <laughs> Yeah, no one chases you legally if you use Bing in your movie. Yeah, no one's, ever, no one's ever used Bing. Yeah, I did use Bing once, and it got it got everything so catastrophically wrong <laughs> that I will never use it again. I don't know how you fuck up a search engine. I think if I made a search engine yeah. tomorrow, knowing nothing, it would do better than Bing. I genuinely yeah. think that. If you made like a search engine, which is real like Web 1.0, mm. there's like a little text box you can just, and that's how yeah, that's all there is to it. Yeah, you know. And uh, there's maybe like a, a one in a million chance that it will get you where you want to go. Mm. And it only takes you to one website a day. And that's it. Yeah, because you out of fuel. But you called it, at least it's not Bing. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be really popular. I think you'd get really popular. Yeah. Yeah. At least it's not Bing. <laughs> Do you remember when Google used to have a button called, I feel lucky? Yes. Which would just take you to a not, random website. Not the thing you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never really... Like feeling lucky would suggest I was going where I wanted to go by yeah. chance. 
Never really achieved that. Yeah. It's so funny how our tastes have changed. Like back then it was like, oh, I'm going to browse the internet, the World Wide Web, the information superhighway. Yes. I, I wonder what I'll find. The internet's such a fun place. I'm going to Google insulin. He goes, <laughs> are you feeling lucky? I am. <laughs> Dupe. <laughs> you are running out of insulin. The Cincinnati Public Library. Well, that's not going to help. Uh, and and now it's like no please I desperately need yeah. to go where I, I, I know exactly what I need yeah. and I actually don't want to spend any time here with you please Bing oh, the, the internet was such a novelty playground at the yeah. beginning wasn't it it was like ooh it's all pictures and, and fart sounds and geocities what ooh. company made sorry I'm, not, I'm still focusing on Bing ooh. now because Microsoft's like ghastly godless abomination is Edge that's their browser though yes Bing. Oh, sorry. Bing was a search engine, wasn't I it? I feel like that's Microsoft as well. <laughs> oh, they really fucked the pooch. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I don't know now. No. Bing. Bing. Who searches on why Bing? Why do you call it Bing? I mean, why do they call it Google, to be fair? Yeah. Dogpile's the best name for a search engine. Do you remember Dogpile? Is that real? Yeah. For a while, you know when there was that small period where people were like using other search engines? Yeah, yeah. And there was like Lycos and Ask Jeeves. Yes, as yeah. There was one called Dogpile. And it was like the the little icon was a dog with its head in the in the ground as though it's just dug a dug a hole, oh. and then there was a pile of dirt behind it as though right. that was the pile. And it's like made a pile of stuff it's been searching through. This yeah, is, you're going to look through the dog pile. Dog pile. Dog pile. Did sound a little bit like another word for a dog's shit. Yeah, like we we searched the internet and, and we found a dog we, pile. Yeah, of we found shit. a load of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ask Jeeves kind of lied because its entire premise yes. was you could ask a question and it would just use the the keywords and it wouldn't yeah, it, it wouldn't answer your question yeah no um there was like mama.com oh really yeah which was like a a uh it, it was another search engine i remember it had like a little cartoon like granny in a purple kind of vest oh, or something i don't remember that one at all there was there's still Duck Duck Go. Is there? Yeah. Because I'm wondering whether the others exist still. Like, does Ask Jeeves still exist? That's an excellent question. Who the fuck uses Ask Jeeves? Duck Duck Go, I think, has their ho- their whole gimmick, and I don't know how true this is, is that they don't track your search history. Okay. So if you want to search for like you know Radiator War, like on the Chinese dark web, yeah, you can you know. That's where you go. Go duck, duck, go on the dark. Web. How do I get to the dark web where all the cool kids are hanging I out? I want to you know? go. Maybe there's Dark Google. I guess. Yeah. You switch to dark mode. Doogle. On Google. Doogle. Yeah. Doogle. That's yeah. what it is. Um, yeah, how do you get to the dark web? And also, what's it like? <laughs> is it cool? <laughs> is it? Have you ever kissed a woman? Can what's I, it like? Can I, can I, can I, can I hang out? <laughs> you know? Like, is it all just... My, my imagining is, is, you know, in again, in movies where they get things wrong, where they do a hacker in a movie yeah, and he's just yeah. like typing constantly and it's green text on a black yeah. screen and it's just like what are you typing and, and you hit enter every now and then What's what does that do you know and I imagine that's what the dark web looks like there's no graphics there's no like visual I don't know this I'm just making this up Yeah. there's no visual element it's all just like you have to type the right thing like oh if, if you want an AK-47 you type in you know gun store yeah. on the green it's like C dash dash you're like guns enter and then it's like gun one dot jpeg gun two <laughs> dot png <laughs> but like <laughs> you can get like every illicit good you want on the dark web without government interference but like the interface is terrible it's the worst and you have to scroll through it all That's yeah the only way, and you have to use the arrow keys <laughs> yeah what's weird is that there's a little like circular roller on the screen and you have to like move the mouse in a circle to advance it yeah yeah it's like a file of facts you've got to turn it because yeah. as i understand it the dark web is not like it's not like a place it's not like the unterweb no. It's like a, um, it's just any website that isn't 
indexed. indexed. So it won't appear in search engines. Oh, that's not as interesting. No. It no. sounds like a cool network of like... It's like, I guess, unlisted videos on YouTube. But I suppose you could... Yeah, but they're still on the light web. Yeah, they, they, they ex- but it's like... But they're hidden. There's a whole network of hidden unlisted YouTube videos that could all link to other... Yes, I suppose. Yeah. So I suppose these dark, these dark sites that yeah. are unindexed. And I don't even know how you go about making a site that's not. I suppose you host it on your own server. I guess so. Yeah. Um, they must interconnect to one another. Yeah, because you to some degree you need an invite. I imagine you've got to know that first address, yeah. and then the moment you're there. But I was on the understanding that the only way you could get onto the dark web was by having a specific browser. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I think if you have Chrome, say, yeah, Chrome can only load indexed pages. That's probably I imagine most major browsers now are like, yeah, we don't want that shit. Yeah. Like, or they they could load a dark web page, but they won't. Yeah. Because it's like unsafe. And you might yeah. get a virus or whatever. Yeah. So if you want to view dark web pages, I imagine you have to have a sort of illicit browser. You probably need a burner computer down in like a yeah. lead box in your basement <laughs> that like, you know, is completely isolated. There's one big breaker on the wall that will just... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> McAfee, he's here! <laughs> I thought you were dead. Surprise, bitches. <laughs> just drives through your house on a yacht. <laughs> Two guns in each hand. <laughs> Surprise! He's got coke all over his face. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. A man who is truly living his best life. He is dead now. Isn't he, he is dead. Yes. Yeah, he is dead now. Yeah. Well, God willing, <laughs> we'll never know. Coke keeps him alive. The footage of that in that documentary where he is living on his boat and in a coke-fueled rage, he's like be- paranoid. Believes that there is a man in the floor. Oh my god! And they start ripping up the floor while everyone is carrying a loaded gun. Jesus Christ. It's terrifying. Like, someone's getting shot. This is the guy who ostensibly created a product to protect our computers. Yes. And and he is terrified of a, of a fictional man in the ground. Yes. <laughs> Swimming through the concrete. Co- cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh, man, wild. What a, what a ride he had right to the end. What if, like, Link's head just popped out of the ground <laughs> using the ascendability <laughs> from Tears yes. of the Kingdom? Oh, oh it goes back down again. <laughs> oh, no, no, wrong place. No, bad, bad. <laughs> Don't like. I did a whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, Christ alive. Mm. I miss, um, I miss, like, Alabama Space Dad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where accents come from. Maybe that's ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's yeah. like Kentucky, or it sounds a bit like um, the accent we were doing. Yeah, it sounds a bit like um, KFC man, doesn't he? So yeah. that would be Kentucky. Kentucky, I, imagine, yeah. I guess. Is that yeah. state? Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. It's delicious. That's where the herbs and spices come from. It's a state of mind. <laughs> Flavor country. <laughs> you got, you got a love. I have got a love. Yes, it's um, yeah, it's quite a. I don't know if it's a wholesome one, but it's a genuine one. Okay. Um. The, I love I love character design. I love designing ah. characters. And I've been doing a lot of that this week. And it's funny because it's one of those disciplines in art that you sort of think, oh, well, if you can draw, then you then you can just draw. Yes. Right? You can just draw anything. And it's like, obviously, if you stop and think for a second, you're like, okay, well, just because you can draw doesn't mean you can draw anything. Yeah. But the idea that character design could be a separate discipline or separate principle yeah. is is kind of a weird thing when you think about it but then when you actually pursue the process as i do because i'm an artist um you realize how separately important being able to design really cool characters is mm. um and you could be the greatest artist in the world for drawing like 
scenery, buildings, architecture, you know, uh, perspective, um, mm. scale, you know, tone, color, uh, light, you know, all this kind of stuff. But can you draw a character from from your from nothing who has an iconic look that when anyone internationally ever sees them in a famous franchise, they go. That's Ash Ketchum, you know, yeah. that's Pikachu, that's fucking Superman, you know, like think about Superman, cra- crazy design to, to have been the person to come up with that. A guy in a blue and red form fitting suit with a massive S on his chest. We take it for granted now. Yeah. But like someone came up with that. Yeah. There was a time when there was no Superman. Yes. And then there was Superman. Yes. Yeah. And after that, most superheroes looked like him. Because of how fucking iconic he is, mm. um, was and is, and it's like character design is this is this whole thing where you very rarely get it right the first time, but the iterative process of improving a character to go from yeah it's kind of cool and it kind of serves the purpose to that is simple and elegant and concise and has no fat on it like every part of what that character needs to embody is there and anything excess to that is stripped away yeah. to a point at which that it is a distilled perfect little token of what it exactly needs to be and then the the even increased joy of going I'm not just designing one character I'm designing a team of characters yes. and they all have to be independent from yeah. one another they can't you know for example you could you could have two characters in your team that both have a long nose but then, but why? You know, because w- why wouldn't you let the long nose be a characteristic that yes. makes one character stand out? And at which point, then you've got to find another way for the other guy who had a long nose previously. You've got to chop that. You've got to chop that nose off. And you've got to find a new way to make them stand out and to, for them to be unique. It's a whole thing. Because I know that um, this is like quite a, a standard practice, but you're the first person who told me about the idea of a silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is quite like, the I, um, you probably explain it better than I, but the idea that like, a character should be recognisable literally as a silhouette with all the colour taken yes. out, all the detail taken out. A lot of designers start there. So like a lot of concept designers, particularly when they're doing like monster design for like movies and stuff, they'll draw a whole page. I'll have this huge A2 sheet in front of them. They'll just have a black marker and they'll just draw silhouettes of monsters. And uh... if a monster is very complicated, its silhouette won't look very good because mm. it will just be, I won't be able to, oh, from that silhouette, I can't tell where the head is, I can't tell where the legs are, I can't tell where its chest is, you know. But then another silhouette might be a lot cleaner. And it's like, oh, I can really clearly tell that's got a triangular body and a weird shaped head and like two beefy arms and then four legs. And you can read it. You can read it really, yeah. really well. It's clear. And you may have seen like like movies where the monsters are kind of unreadable they're kind of like they're not very clear they're not very passable you, yeah. you, you can't make sense of what the fuck you're looking at and as a result if I asked you even if you weren't an artist to draw it you would fail because there is nothing for you to latch onto yeah. in your mind but if I asked you to draw the alien from Aliens mm. with its long weird head and its little mouth that comes out of its mouth and then it's like sort of hunched body and long tail the fact that I could just even describe it the way I did then you could draw that it would be mm. it would maybe be a shit drawing <laughs> no offence hey, hey now <laughs> Hey now. But it would but I'd be able to tell it was the alien. Yes. You know, and yeah. it's like that's the sign of a good design. And I can imagine that the silhouette of the alien was probably quite unique. And particularly the alien is a really good example because you think about how often that image has been replicated. Yes. I was gonna say like on lunchboxes and stuff. But like <laughs> kids' lunchboxes. It's it's very like um it's like an eighties icon mm. now. And so like, you know, you can Absolutely. you can infer it and you just get it. Yeah. Because I think if you did like a kind of Salvador Dali-esque just kind of pen outline of the head and put that on a t-shirt people would get it yeah yeah, they would they absolutely yeah. would you could almost abstractify it it would still work which is really interesting so interesting yeah. but yeah so yeah the silhouette the idea of the silhouette but it goes beyond just being like a black literal silhouette 
it's it's about the it's about the shape language of the character. Yes. You know? So it's like quite often if you see a squad of heroes, one of them will be big. Yeah. And this is a prime example of creating like varied shape language within a group of characters because it's like you have the skinny sort of maybe maybe your hero is like the skinny guy in the middle. Yeah. You know, and then you have and then you have the big dude and he's like, oh, I instantly understand that he's the strong guy. You yeah. know, he's the he's the, uh, you know, the the heavy kind of character. And it's like they have different shape language. The, the skinny guy's got vertical up and up and down kind of thin. And the and the, the heavy guys maybe square, yeah, you know, yeah, and, like, yeah. and like large. And it's like it's things like that. If all your characters were the skinny guy or if all your characters were the large guy, where's the points of difference? Where's the contrast? How am I supposed to read before I've even heard them talk, before the story's even begun, how am I supposed to know what these characters represent, what they're going to do? There's such a magic to that, I think. Because I, th- I think when I was when I was younger, I had this idea that like there were really only two body types with humans, man and woman. <laughs> you know, like that was I think so, a lot of comic artists still think yeah, like that. It was so basic, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly like, you know, if you were drawing like um, Superman or Batman, yes. it's essentially the same mannequin but just with a different costume. Differently. Yeah, and then it was like, it's mind-blowing to think like, there are actually, the revelation when you get a little older and a little wiser and you realise that like, there are so many different ways you can draw a human being yeah. and then and still, still read. And still be a human being. I know. You know? And the, and the wild ways that you see some like cartoon characters yes. characterize, you know, you think about Dexter's laboratory, right? Yeah. Which is, they're messing with the human form wildly in that. Dexter himself is this little compressed homunculus. And then Dee Dee, his sister, is this long, impossibly like thin, skinny, weird ballerina girl. And and those two are meant to be brother and fucking sister. It's yeah, just insane. Yeah. You know, and then mum and dad in Dexter's lab are like almost completely different designs as well. But you read them instantly. They step onto screen. You immediately know who you're looking at. It's genius. Mm. You know, I mean, Gendy Tartakovsky is the guy who did Dexter's lab, is a genius when it comes to character yeah. design. You look at Samurai Jack. It's just incredible. It's funny having like um, the real test is like um, having like limitations. Yes. Because it's... And it, animation's a pretty good example. Because you, you're, you're a big believer in like... Um, you can always make something seem more interesting by adding complexity, but like yeah. removing stuff is the challenge. Yeah. Like simplifying, simplifying, simplifying. You see a lot of fantasy art these days, yeah. like digital paintings, and it's like, you know, it'll be some sort of like rugged swordsman, yeah. you know, in a medieval setting, and he'll have like 13 belts, and he's got like two quivers, 19 swords on his back, you know. It's like someone started drawing and then never, never stopped. Never <laughs> stopped. And then you can just imagine him stepping back from the canvas and then... Needs one more belt. Needs another. Goes in. There's perfect. It's not a belt. Needs another pouch. <laughs> Needs a pouch on the hip. <laughs> Needs a pouch on the hip. Needs a thigh pouch. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. Look at Samurai Jack, Samurai and he's Jack. like, he is barely drawn. Like, yeah. he's wearing white. He's got a belt, and and then he's got his head, and he's got his sword, and that's it. Yeah. And he's one of the most iconic cartoon characters of yeah. all time. Like Cox's simplification. If you were like, you can draw this dude, but like. You can only use one pen line yeah. and you can't cross over yourself. <laughs> yes. And we're like, okay, okay, that's a challenge. Yeah. yeah. But then you think about Avatar, The Last Airbender, right? You've got a yeah. squad of characters and they are all color-coded yes. to their element. Yes. You know, so the waterbenders always wear blue, the earthbenders always wear green. And when they come together, they bring they bring together this ultimate like spectrum of colors. And you immediately look at someone. and But thanks to the, the color language and shape language and extent of the show, you can go, that's a firebender. You just know straight away. Yeah. It's mad cool. And yeah. that's, that's another incredible exercise in character design. Ang stands out being a little bald kid with a blue arrow on his forehead. He looks completely different to everyone else in that show and he comes across that mischievous like like optimism that he has just comes across immediately in his design yeah it's such a skill and it's a separate skill to being a good artist a good draftsman a good painter 
being a character designer, and I'm not saying I've got this down, but what I'm saying is, is that the process I find really, really fun. And it, when we've done it before as well, we've, we've worked on a project before where we had to design seven heroes and they yeah. had to, and they, they were like fantasy sci-fi heroes and they, you came up with them. I did some initial designs and then we worked together on just constantly refining and refining and refining mm. those characters. And some of them started out quite complex and we kind of applied animation principles to them as, a, yes. as if they were going to be animated. They never were, but it's as if they were. Yeah. But to some extent, comics do have to adopt the same yeah. thing because you're going to be drawing these characters you like are gonna, multiple You times. are going to be drawing this, this, these idiots a lot. Yes. Like a lot. What is, what is the most like concise way you can get what you want out of them yeah. with the fewest lines, fewest details yeah. possible? That's elegance. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Yeah, yeah. and so and, and again, it's, it, it can feel in many ways you go, oh, this is kind of miserable. I'm having to like throw stuff out or yeah. start over, or but like it's actually an incredible opportunity. Like being willing to try something and go, that's not working. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Or like that's pretty good, but I think it can be better. Yeah, you know, and then trying and then you, another and then pass. You, and when you get it, and you just see it, and you, and it looks back at you, and you're like. Oh my god, they're alive now! Mm. Like they are, they they are. I I did it with Seven String, like my characters from my comic, and I sort of redesigned them all for this next upcoming sort of volume that I'm going to be working on. And it was I was locked in this design process with them for ages, and then I had this like revolutionary idea to give the each of the characters a key color, mm -hmm. and then each of the characters a key shape. Mm. So and then and then and then everything was dictated to that. So I gave effects. The shape, the triangle shape, and so her hair forms a triangle, and then the the sort of her body shape, like from her hips to her sort of middle of her chest, she becomes very triangular there. And it's like when you decide that her shape language is triangles, then it just dictates everything about her design. And then and then you dictate another one having say square or or, or a different shape, and it locks down. And then and then now they're drawn by the same pen, but they look like different people. And it's mm. just it's it's such a powerful way to like give them independent identity. And so they don't all just, you don't just draw their eyes the same, their nose the same, their mouth the same, their hair the same, because, but then you just change the colour of their hair. That's not good enough. Anime falls into that that trap a lot. Yes. Where you have like six female characters and the only point of difference is that they have slightly different hairstyles and different coloured hair, but their faces and eyes and nose and mouth are identical. Yeah, they're kind of like Lego people. You're just kind you're of just cl click. clicking different hairstyles. In my on, opinion, yeah. that's bad character design. They haven't even bothered. They've designed one character and badly in that respect. Yeah. And then just recolored it, reskinned it. It's like Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter. Like it's, that's not two separate characters. And uh, <laughs> Dan from Street Fighter as well. Yeah. He yeah. Was exactly. He's another one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just another colorway. Yeah. Like, you can't keep doing this. To some extent, Mario and Luigi until they gave Luigi his more his own identity. But like, yeah, it, he's got different shape language to Mario. Mario's like squatting round, and Luigi's tall and long. Yes, mm. he's uh, and nervous, but pushes the head. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, slightly, slightly nervous and anxious about everything. Whereas Mario's courageous and optimistic. Yeah, I like it, and I've been working on it, and I've been doing, I've been doing it this week, and it's been coming together really nicely. And I'm, I'm nearly at a point where I think I'm done with this little squad of characters that I've been drawing, and I'm happy with them, and it's mm. a fun process it's very fulfilling happy days yeah well my uh i think my love is relatively wholesome oh as well um i love i guess i could just name the products but i think it's more along i love just having a really nice big good game to sink my teeth into ah uh, now it was my birthday weekend. a big good video game a big good video game and like i not very i'm not very good at relaxing no this has always Me been neither. a problem and I'm like, uh, even when I'm playing a game, 
I start to feel guilty, mm. you know. And uh, as I've gotten older, I've, tr- I've tried to keep the gaming alive, yeah. you know. And when I am getting into a game, I start to think like, oh, I should be maybe playing like an adult game for adult people. A serious a, game. A serious game that challenges me in new ways, you know. <laughs> so I'll play I'll play the From Software games, and I love them. Yes, you those know? are very much grown-up games. You know, I enjoy Dark Souls, even though, like... It hates you. Screamed and pulled my hair out and <laughs> chucked my open-toe sandals out the window. Because I think Dark Souls doesn't love you back. No. 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 But that, that's what you go in for. You know, go into it knowing that. Yeah, and you keep coming back for more. You do, yeah. because you're a glutton for punishment. Yeah, and... Uh, you do anyway. <laughs> thank you, Dark Souls. And, um, <laughs> for everything. <laughs> you know, and then, like, you know, I, I'm trying all these things. I'm, I'll dabble with Minecraft, and then I go, like... Well, you see, this is more chill, but then I get a bit bored. It never captures my interest yeah. for long enough, you know. I, I went to replay Subnautica, yeah. you know, and I was like, this is good. But then I'm getting bored again because it's very just survivally. There's no plot. And I find myself, like, I'm hankering for the old days, the games of my childhood, which were like these kind of like big 3D action platformers with just yes. like a plot and bosses and just like doesn't have to be a complicated plot no but, but there's one that carries me from next step to next step it just does a thing well yes and it's not like i'm not my fingers aren't bleeding when i play it and i'm not like crying and <laughs> shitting and like just doing everything you're just like, expelling like every ounce of joy and fluid and salt from my body like and then um for my birthday lucy got me uh tears of the kingdom yes which is the new zelda game other games are available on other well, platforms. Uh, is it worth talking but, about? But why would you bother? Why would you bother when uh, Tears of the Kingdom exists? And I've not actually played Breath of the Wild. No, but you watch me play a lot of it. Yes, yeah. and I'm culturally aware. I think at this point you can't help but be. I think everyone knows t- like think, Breath of the Wild. I think I just like, kind of get it. You yeah, know? yeah. And then like this one's like, oh, it's all that again. Yeah. But with like floating islands. I'm like, oh. oh. And you can build things. I'm like... Oh. Like vehicles. And I'm like, so it's kind of like the sandboxiness of Minecraft. Yes. But with a plot and combat. And a reason to do things. But a difficulty curve that feels fair and fun. Yes. And it's just kind of like inventive and big and and, and creative. And it just has, like behind every corner, there's just like an, an explosive vista of just like the most impossibly beautiful <laughs> shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> And it's great. And I, I, I've honestly, it's, it's been quite revelatory. I think I've just been waiting for the right game to come along. Yeah. Because I've gone from like not gaming at all and just like thinking like, oh, I can never really justify gaming to being like, I'm just counting down the minutes to like I can be back in my beautiful, beautiful green playground. And yes. I'll, I'm just, I'm pouring hours into it. In and, the, and, and guilt-free. Guilt-free? Yeah. In a way that I haven't, I don't think I've played a game like this like the verb. I don't think I have played in this manner in so long. And I think that's the key word. Yeah. Because I think games, to some extent, and, and particularly like big AAA tentpole games, have forgotten that they're for playing. Yes. And and they've 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 gone off down this tangent of being like hard and cinematic and realistic and with incredible combat mechanics. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. People are loving all of this. They're they're selling in the millions. There's no question of that. 
But are they games? Mm. Are they are they fun? Because Zelda does two things really, really well. It feels like a box of Lego that you can just fuck about with. Yeah. And 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 I, as I'm sure you have, have spent some evenings where I've played for three hours and achieved fucking nothing except tried to perfect that weird boat idea that I had. You know, and just always fails, by the way. <laughs> um or they are they you are playing what the game is sort of intended to do as a progression, but that is literally fun. And people mm. people like the people who blast Zelda, which I do think are weird people, sort of go, Oh well, it's really silly or it's really light hearted or it breaks up what would be normal gameplay with with some weird quirky thing yes. where you've got to suddenly race or you've got to suddenly like, I don't know, uh push a snowball down a mountain and, and knock over like ten pins as though you're bowling or something. Or there's there's a boss fight at one point that's like a boxing match. It's like these are silly things. It's like no, my dude, they are fun things. Yeah. This is what you're forgetting. Bosses don't have to be miserable and challenging and tough. Bosses can be fun yeah. too. And it's like every boss in Breath of the and uh, in Tears of the Kingdom is just like a wild new experience that's unlike any other like thing you've ever had to do mm. in the game. They, they literally make you use your skills and make you do things. It's like you're playing a whole new game whenever you're in the boss arena. They're never they are hard, some of them, but they're never so hard that they're miserable and they're always fun mm. and that's the wildest word that i feel like we forgot to use in game design yeah fun it's, it's like i i will i i totally get and acknowledge that like uh you know a video game is a very broad church it's an evolving medium of course and like a game if a game's purpose is to like convey an emotion to make you feel something then it could be horror yep. you know uh, joy you know, excitement, pay, pay, pathos, pathos, like whatever. Mm. But like at the same time, it's really rare now to have a game that is actually just fun. Yeah. That is actually just unashamedly trying to be fun. Yeah. And it's like, I think when something comes along that is just for all it is trying to be is entertaining yeah. and it's doing it well. I'm like, I think that should be applauded because when I pick up this magic little game, <laughs> the guilt finally goes away. Yeah. And like, I, 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 I just want to like, I want to kiss each of those middle-aged Japanese businessmen who made this possible, you know, <laughs> yeah. with their own inscrutable decisions and how they run their company. But I, know. I just want to say thank you. You get it. Thank you, Nintendo-san. <laughs> That's all I want to say. I know. Yeah. I know. I completely agree. And I'm, I'm so glad you feel as vehemently about it as I do, because there's actually been a few episodes where I've thought, do I bring Tears of the Kingdom ah, as my love? Ah, and yeah. something else always came along and, and, and I thought that, you know, but I've I have been enjoying it on this on this exact same level as you. Mm. And I loved Breath of the Wild. But I, I would almost say at this point, if someone hadn't played the two games and wanted to to get into them now, I'd almost say don't play Breath of the Wild because that entire world is in Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. That, that, that ground floor, as it were, of, of Hyrule is present to, to every tree and every hill and every pixel is there. And yes, it's a different game and the story is different and, and, the, and the things that at each point are slightly different. But really, everyone knows Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom is just a magnitude better. And Breath of the Wild was one of my favourite games of all time yes, when yeah. I played it. And I, I honestly don't know how you improve on that, but they did. And and it has everything in it that the other one had. So I'd almost be like, yeah, just jump straight onto the greatest game, maybe the greatest game ever made. I don't know. Like, that's a bold thing to say. It's just, But like, yeah. it's definitely up there if it's not. I know. I just like, it's just so astonishingly good. I know we're just basically just shilling for Nintendo at yeah, this point. But I, know, like, I don't fucking care. But it's really good and they should be commended for it. And it's just 
so nice to have something fun. Like, I've always loved Zelda. Zelda's always been my favourite video yes. game series. And I know you and I bond over Link's Awakening, Link's one Awakening, of the greatest games. That greatest was my awakening yeah. to how good video games can be. And Zelda has always been this pursuit of adventure, discovery, and I think fun mm. at, at every at every fucking turn. But what I love most is that like we're aging with the franchise. We are almost the exact same age as Zelda. That's true. Zelda came out the year that we were born. Oh wow. Um we we are the Zelda generation to to a T basically. Um and it has never veered away from what we love about it. Mm. It could so easily have gone in any number of directions that some of the other video game franchises have gone. And yet, not only has it never lost sight of its core principles, but it's also expanded upon them in a way that I would never have expected them to. And every time you think like, oh, it it couldn't be possible. Like they can't do, they can't reinvent the wheel again. And then they 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 do do. and still be true to themselves. I know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's a dream. I know Nintendo are are often like, they're just... Doing their own thing. Very much are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people say there's a console war on, but they are not they, aware of it. Like, no, they're just quietly winning it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Microsoft who? <laughs> like, this, uh, yeah. Oh, oh well, um, good for them. Sure, sure. No, I'm sure. I'm sure Halo is it? I'm sure Halo is really Yeah, cool. no. Like, so, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure they'd play it. I go, oh, and uh, we sat down with the heads of Nintendo and we showed them our Halo game and they, they were very polite about it. They were very it. polite about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, bravo. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> what do we think won, love or hate? Well, Chris Ray isn't here. It's probably love. It's probably it? yeah. love, Because I feel we yeah. had two really good loves and also like a half love as well. Yes, because that hate turned into a love. Yeah. Yeah. We put a hex on it. We did. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's two and a half loves. Two and a half loves, yeah. Yeah. Whereas previously we were two and a half men. Yeah.